definitely human. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. And I said, that's not my sandwich. <laughs> hey! Jeremy, Jeremy, hey! Oh, but seriously, folks, I'd like to thank you all for coming to the monthly Mars Corp Employee Feedback and Positivity Share Space Seminar. Now, it is my pleasure to introduce. A very special person today. Now, she hasn't been here long, but she has already saved us all from certain death, which I think we can agree is totes amazeballs. When I first met... Power, my power, this is what you do. Oh, come on, you're big, you're huge, you can do this, you're going to own them. Is you can judge someone on first impressions. Be like water, hob, no. Uh, be a tidal wave. You're a fucking tsunami. I am a wolf. I am a goddamn bear. Hob. Hello, I'm a bear. Hob. I'm Hob, the b- station supervisor. Thank you for coming. They say you should start a speech with something to break the ice, but polar bears are pretty hard to find on Mars. What's a polar bear? <clears throat> so, uh. I've spent the last two weeks looking into the terraforming project, and I guess I'd have to say progress is a little... uh... Okay, look, there's no easy way to put this. You've all done a terrible job over the last four and a half hundred years. But I recognise that if we're going to get things going, we need to work together. So I'd really like to hear your thoughts on how we can improve things on the base. Meat! Uh, okay. Somebody said meat... Anything else? Mate! There's not enough burgers! Or sausages! I miss corned horse! Where are the rabbits? Nuggets! Bring back ham shandy! We want more meat! I hear what you're saying, but I would suggest meat is not a priority. I'm more concerned about operational issues. Does anybody have any operational issues they'd like to highlight? More meat! More meat! More meat! More meat! More meat! shortage of meat in the canteen and vendor bots? This place is falling apart and all they care about is meat. Meat is magic, Hob. 
A meatless Martian is a sad, unproductive Martian. Really? Okay, I will look into the meat problem. Then maybe we can put the meat into meeting our terraforming project targets. Right. I'll get to work then. Part 2. Health and Safety. Oh, cheer up, Hob. It might never happen. It already has happened. Ah, yes. I know you're feeling a bit down about being woken up 445 years late, so I have a surprise for you. We've set up your office. Oh, great. Sorry. Bit of clutter. This is a stationery cupboard. Wrong. This was a stationery cupboard. Now it's your office. Is that an operating table? Wrong. That was an operating table. Now it's your desk. Is that blood? Right. But guess who brought bleach? Huh? You know, I'm sensing you're a bit fed up, Hob. Can I get you something? A coffee, maybe? How about a gin and tonic? Alrighty, I'll go rustle one up for you. I'm joking. It's 9am. Jesus, Jim. Do you just blindly follow orders? You betcha, boss. I'm your assistant. I'll do whatever you tell me to do. Oh, really? Pour this glass of water over your head. (laughs) Ice water really wakes you up. Now, stab yourself in the hand with this pen. Christ, Jim, stop! Glad you stopped me there, boss. That would really have hurt. (sighs) Goes to show you, though, I was right to trust you. The system works! Hmm. Little buster on that output, Raj. See page 231 and replace those screws. If Mars Corp had intended us to improvise, there would have been no need for the manual. Dawn, pass me the pressure tester. Oh, I can give you a pressure tester. Yes, that's what I asked for. That time already. Ah, Gotta pick up my son from school. Dawn, when I get back, I want to see this Mars buggy looking like double spread 440 of the manual. I'll give you a double spread. Oi! Virus brain, you metal wanker. Why don't you go crying to Danny Chrome, though? Oh, yeah. You can't cry, can you, you piece of scrap metal? You get too rusty. (laughs) No, no, no. no. Chip? Hello, Father. What was all that about? It was nothing. Well, it didn't sound like nothing. They just laugh and shout insults sometimes because I am different. Well, they won't be laughing when I've finished with them. Dad! What? Oh, right. My bad. You need to fight your own battles. 
Let's go back to the workshop and increase your arm pressure to 3,000 newtons. That should pack a hefty punch, eh? No, Father, I don't think... Sorry, sorry, what am I thinking? The 2,000 you have already is more than sufficient force against a child. I don't want to fight them. Besides, they're right, Father. I'm not like the other children. Nonsense! Chip, you are the perfect child. What did you get on your test today? 100%. Exactly! I bet all those other children got inferior scores. And who won all the gold medals in the Office Olympics last year? I did. But none of the other boys are powered by radioisotope thermoelectric generators. It wasn't fair. But life isn't fair, son. Dad, I really don't think you're listening to me. I don't mind that I'm different, that I'm a robot... Ah, son, you're growing up so fast. Maybe it's time you learned a bit more about yourself. Come on, let's go get some ice cream. And then I've got something important to show you in the manual. The terraforming mission is in the toilet and I'm basically a dinner lady. Four and a half centuries, Jim. Mars Corp has had four and a half centuries to terraform and you've made exactly zero progress. That's the worst thing about all this. I would have thought the worst thing about all this is that the people you knew on Earth are dead. So, do you want to talk about your old life? No. So, seen any good windows lately? Jim, how about we quietly enjoy the droning sound of the lift? You enjoy it too. I thought I was the only one. Welcome to the meat lab, where all your meat-based dreams come true. At this point, I usually make a pun. But you probably butcher it. (laughs) (laughs) Quite. Dan Bungle, we meet again. Big Jim. (laughs) Burger? Thanks. This is Hob. How you doing? Would you like some ham? Uh, I'm trying to cut down. Look, we're here about the meat shortage. Is it possible to take a look at the processing factory? Sure. We've got a kids' tour later, so we've just cleaned the slurry. Follow me. Um, should we put on overalls or something? You know, for sanitary reasons. Probably. <laughs> Stage two of the Meatmaster 5000 meat processing system. This baby can process seven tonnes of meat every hour. It'll go through everything. Muscle, fat, sinew, bone. Want to see what happens when we drop a sofa in it? No, but thanks for the offer. Now, over here is where the perfectly formed cubes of meat pop out. Does that one have an ear on it? (laughs) Not supposed to see that. We sometimes get abnormal ones, but we just chuck them in the incinerator. This video explains the whole process. The Meatmaster 5000 is the pinnacle of good old-fashioned synthetogenetic meat production. 
First, we take boring old carbon and grow it into lifeless meat slabs. Next, we drop the slabs into the Meat Master Grinder, which turns them into a formless paste. After that, we add flavoring, stabilizers, formulizers, enhancers, preservatives, aphrodisiacs, a pinch of salt, a dash of love, and bing! Out pops a delicious, nutritious Meat Master Meat Cube. Ready to eat, whether you're surrounded by friends and loved ones, or all alone. It tastes great either way. That video always makes me hungry. <coughs> sausage? Never say no to a sausage. Well, this is clearly a very well-organised operation you have here. So, would you care to explain why your meat output is down 32% in the last two months? Well, we get a certain amount of wrong meat that is discarded... But that would only account for about 10% in a bad month. I don't see... Hey! What do you think you're doing? Dan, what are you doing here? I thought you got your lungs pumped on a Tuesday. I did. <coughs> I feel wonderful. What are you skulking around for? Uh, nothing. Just having my uh, usual morning stroll through the um, meat grinding facility. And what exactly is in these sacks? Oh, that's disgusting. Wool covered in blood. Why the hell have you got this? Some of the meat grows wool. Faulty DNA replication. We've talked to science about it, but they just sent us a fact sheet on DNA. Don't think it was even accurate. It's not a big deal, though. We just shaved the wool off. Still tastes the same. Now this orange is stealing it. You're just going to burn it, though. I'm going to turn it into something useful. Like what? Jumpers, gloves, hats, lingerie. Oh, no, you're not. That wall's company property and we're going to burn it. Why? He's actually going to turn it into something useful. This place could do with people using a little more initiative. Can agree more, Hob. I'll send you some pieces once they're knitted up. I'll get your measurements off, Jim. Jim, what did he mean? Never mind. So, Dan, you've got no idea why there's a huge meat shortage. Nothing unusual. Uh, now that you mention it, I have had pretty bad gas for the last few days. Oh, and Eduardo, the DNA processing operator, he's been missing for a week. Oh, for... Fine, we'll start there. Jim, get me all the info you can on this Eduardo. One steady Eddie employee reporty coming up. Hey! Don't you want to see the rest of the tour? There's a gift shop at the end. We've got meat cubed shaped erasers now. Oh, yes, that's exactly what I want to do. Really? No. Attention, employees. The services department have announced a new menu for the week. Monday to Saturday is flan. Flavours available are onion, salt and none. So, Eduardo lives alone. No living relatives, no close friends, no hobbies, no membership to any clubs, just seems to work and sleep. Sounds, Sounds like, like a loser. What? Ooh. I'm not... I have a social life. I mean, I did. Look, I'm not a workaholic. Oh, well, in that case, some of us Greens are getting together tomorrow night for a staring contest. I warn you now, though, things could get pretty wild. Yeah, 
Tomorrow I... So, Eduardo not turning up to work for a week sounds odd. I know, right? Maybe he was eaten by another one of those gelatinous blob things. See, the problem is, folks around here are always putting themselves in unnecessary danger. Can you hear that? Yeah, it sounds like... Giant insects! And it's coming from the classroom! Let's investigate! Wait! Jim! That's it. Steady rhythm. Knit one, pearl one, knit one, pearl one. Jim! Come join the class. What's... uh, what's going on here? Jim! Dave! Why are you teaching the ten-year-olds? We're all learning how to knit. Except for Scott, he's got the coordination of a drunk cat. That sounds like a drop stitch, Scott. Too many of those, there'll be no treat for you. Where's Mr. Stein? Jim, I believe that the children are our future. I feel a duty to educate them in the ways of clothing production. You're using them as cheap labour. What did you bribe the teacher with? Bottle of starshine. It's like moonshine, but more blinding. Shouldn't think you want him back in the classroom today. Or tomorrow. Uh, say, how's the uh, meat mission going? I need to get that fixed soon, eh? You're lucky I'm occupied with this ridiculous meat nonsense, or you'd be getting a serious bollocking right now. So, uh, what colour do you want your jumper in? Red. Come on, Jim. Maybe I shouldn't have let him take the wool. How does someone like Dave get away with pulling that sort of stunt? This place is doing my head in. Oh, well. At least I get a jumper out of it. Yes! We all need our little creature comforts. Did you have wool back on Earth? Or someone special? Someone to, uh, share jumpers with? Subtle, Jim. Yes. I was seeing someone. But it wasn't serious. And... How did the two of you... My personal life is hardly relevant to our current situation, Jim. In fact, I'd appreciate it if we didn't talk about anything personal. Oh, right. Well, Eddie's place is just up ahead. Hmm, there's no one in. Eddie! This place is a mess. Why are all the wall panels dented? Eddie? Eddie? You in here? Jim, it's a three-metre square room. You don't need to shout. What happened to the lights? Damn it. Door controls have been knocked out. What was that? Oh, I don't want to be a buzzkill, but I'm a little spooked right now. It's all right, Jim. It's just a power issue. Stay calm. Stay calm. Um, okay. I'll use the manual door with this. Just stay close to me. There's... there's something in here with us, Hob. Open, you bastard. Something's breathing on me! Please open, please! Ah! Run! Run for the lift! What was that? Did you get a look at it? No. I was running for my life. Damn, I spilled my coffee. Thankfully, the creature, whatever it was, ran off towards the nursery. Down. Get Bonnie to issue a base-wide announcement. I'm not taking any chances after the comfort buddy fiasco. Arrange an emergency meeting with all key personnel in my office. Your office? Uh, maybe not. Find a more suitable venue for the crisis conference. Attention, employees. This is an urgent announcement for all colours and sectors. This Thursday's dancer size class has been rescheduled from 6.30 to 7 p.m., Pre-class nacho platters will still be served. 
Oh, also there's a killer monster or something loose on the base, and the Earth Woman says to stay where you are and secure the doors. We ask you, Great Chair, to look down on this meeting and help it run smoothly and remain orderly. To Okay, pass me my copy of the manual, son. Is this really necessary, Dad? I'd rather go out and play. Ah, here it is. A promotional leaflet. Oh, forgive me. This is clearly very important. Less of that attitude, mister. This is not just any promotional leaflet. This was hidden in the first copy of the manual I found way back in my days as an intern. Android, coming soon. That's right. And the androids are to play a key role in the future of the base. Come and look out of the window, son. Look at Mars Corp. You see that force field tower? That tower represents everything that's wrong with this place. It's shoddily built. A total cock-up. The tech department just stuck it together without thinking. Without following the manual. It's a monument to human error. Do you remember our lessons about phase two? Phase two is entered when phase one is complete. I think there's a little more to it than that, hmm? Without completion of phase one to absolute specification, as detailed by the Manual of Technology, we will exist in the permanent state of mission failure. Couldn't have said it better myself. Are you saying that I am part of this? Android coming soon? I'm saying you! This leaflet! It's the future of Mars Corp. The coming soon! And once you've completed your studies, you'll join me in the technology department. Where our forefathers have failed, your perfection will show us the way towards building a better base. Oh, I see. Well, this is awkward. It's okay, son. You can tell me how you're feeling. I know it's a lot to take in. I don't think I want to work in the technology department. What?! My teacher says we can intern for any department we like. I think a job on the surface would be fun. Maybe I could become a rover or a satellite relay. That would be cool. Oh, Chip! I hate to tell you this, but those aren't employee positions. They're technology. But I'm... You're my son! And one day you'll be head of this department! Wow, it's quite a crowd. Is Dan here yet? She should be leaving things. Afraid not. I stopped by the plant and her quarters, but no sign of her. Just a lot of phlegm. Damn it. So we have no info on what we're dealing with. Great. Guess it's up to me then. I am powerful. I have presence and charisma. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me here in the canteen. I've been looking into the meat problem and I'm not going to mince my words here. Hey, this is a serious matter. There's some sort of creature loose on the base. We believe it's already killed one Mars Corp employee and it could kill again. Excuse me, could you please stop leaving to get snacks? Thank you. Now, the tech department has worked fast to create a set of countermeasures to deal with the threat. Tom, would you like to talk us through the new equipment? No! Great. Well, it's fairly simple stuff. We've got these big electric sticks and we're going to hunt the creature down, corner it and kill it. Any questions? Good. Right, before we go, a quick word from base manager Martin Mann. Jim, where's Martin? Um, I don't know. busy at the moment. I've got a pre-recorded message from the boss man. Generic crisis recording number one. <coughs> 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 
Hello, Mars Corp. First of all, don't panic! Stop panicking! Now that you're calm, I can tell you, we are facing a monster attack. And in order to survive the monster attack, it is essential that you remember your roles and responsibilities and your expensive Mars Corp training. I'm sure it'll all work out fine, and when it does, we'll celebrate with a big meat dinner. <laughs> Best of luck with the monster attack. Oh, jeez. Well, there you have it. The strike team will assemble and move out in the next five minutes. We'll keep you posted on developments. Stay safe, people. Tom, a quick word. Uh, what's this? Last minute deck for the mission. What? Where? What are you talking about? Hello, my name is Chip Dalling. Pleased to meet you, Station Supervisor E.L. Hogg. Oh, good lord, this is your son. Ah, yes. Well, as my father always said, the apple never falls far from the tree! Yes, I can see that. Top of his glass, too. Just like his old man. The tech department won't know what's hit it when this guy's in charge. Dad! Tom, with Dan missing, I'm counting on you to lead the team. No problem. I thought you'd want someone competent in charge. I'll uh, leave you to it. Be ready to move out in five minutes. Chip, you can stay right here in the canteen with Supervisor Hall. I wish you would reconsider your desire for me to become head. We're not talking about that now! Dad, please. I just... When I think of the planet's surface out there, dust in my tyres, the sunset on the horizon... Inside, in my circuits and my code. When I think of these things, I don't know what it is, but I can't power down easily. Fuel doesn't burn the same. Okay, people, time to go. Dad. I know this is a lot for a 12-year-old boy to take in, but I've got a job to do now, son. We'll talk later. Dawn, Donna, Brian, let's go. But I've been 12 for six years now. Well, there they go. Talk to me, Jim. Well, I've been trying this new ice cream and nachos diet, and I <sighs> About think... the situation? Oh, well, we've been able to track the movements of the teams via their key cards. You can see their position on this real-time map of the base. There's Tom's dot moving along the service corridor, and, oh, look at that, Kim is cheating on Paul again. What's the happening thing over here, guys? Give all backs to the 411. Ugh, why are you so annoying, Baxter? My personality is set to fun, fun, fun! Hobble bobble. But I guess that's not your jam. You're probably just a little cranky because you haven't gotten laid in four and a half hundred years. God, <laughs> you're the worst. <laughs> Fuck off, Baxter. Whoa! Wait up, Hobmeister. The boss man assigned me to help out. I'm not to leave your side until it's all... Sorted. Oh, is it too late for me to go after the creature? Hob, it looks like the teams are almost in position. Tom, do you read me? Over. Yes, Hob, receiving. We're moving towards the nursery. Over. What's going on there? What's all the commotion? Uh, over. Tom, some of your team have dropped back. Guys? Guys! Stop buying stuff from the Vendibots. Uh, when 
see you, you idiot. How can she see us? Wait, what's that up ahead? We've got movement down here, Hob. Get ready for it, guys. Talk to me, Tom. What can you see? It looks... No! This is impossible. It looks a bit like... Gasp! What is it, Tom? Oh, no! Oh, shareholders, no! What? What can you see? It's, it's like a meat cube, but it has a head and teeth! You foul beast! Stay away from my co-workers! No, wait! Tom, what's happening? Dad? Dad? Get your team out of there, now! Run away! Let's go, let's go, let's go! Oh, no! Dad! Run! Tom, just get out of there! We can't! Where we can! Where's Dustin? Tom? Tom, do you copy? Tom? Do you think he's okay? Well, all their little dots are moving on the screen. Of course, that could just mean they've been eaten and the key cards are in the monster's stomachs. <laughs> Jim! Chip, your dad's smart. He'll find a way. You'll see. Right. So, we've got a ravenous monster on the loose that's killed one person, maybe five, and Dan is missing. Jim, I think it's time we visited the penitentiary. Oh, no. Hob, I honestly don't think things are that bad. Hob? Hob? David. Miss Hall. Jim. Hello. There is a carnivorous meat cube on the loose. Is there something you'd like to tell us? You've come back to visit. How kind of you. It says in your file that you're a vegetarian. What do you know that we don't? Oh, th- a lot of things, I should imagine. I am not in the mood for banter. Was this another one of your weird experiments? Like the comfort buddy? No, no, no. Carnivorous meat cubes, please. It sounds to me like the meat has just finally had enough and has risen up against you. I thought this would happen. Seriously, you thought this would happen? We might have five dead Martians on our hands here, David. So tell me two things. How did this happen and how do we stop it? Well, if I recall correctly, the carbon recombinator in the Meatmaster 5000 was contaminated with foreign DNA. Something we don't usually eat. A chair? A human. What? Human DNA? How much? Well, about a full human's worth went in. They installed railings after that. It happened just before my incarceration. I would have assumed the science department would have sorted it all out since. Of course they didn't. Wait. My God. David, how long have you actually been in here? Oh, well, roughly about ten years. Oh, my God. Five months, two weeks, one day, eight hours, 19 minutes and 12 seconds, 13 seconds, 14 seconds. Okay, stop it. The original template for the meat cube was the humble sheep. You should take advantage of the dominance hierarchy inherent in that species. They'll probably stay close to somewhere they're familiar with. I would suggest focusing on the meat processing plant. Oh, oh, do you read me? Over. Tom, where are you? We're in the meat processing plant. Oh... Dawn triggers up a ventilation shaft. That's not the only shaft I'd like to go on. Dawn, that doesn't even... Ugh. We've locked ourselves inside the plant, but we're going to need an extraction team. Damn! 
my battery's fading. Send help! Oh, damn. Only a little bit left. Hope they caught the end of the message. Brian didn't make it, boss. His leg was hurt real bad. Oh, no. Why do the beautiful ones always die so young? They've probably ripped him to pieces by now. Dawn, would you? Brian was a competent whistler and was voted Mr. Tightbuns of the tech department twice. He wore a yellow shirt on the day he died, which is today. To Brian and to Mars Corp. To, to Mars ah! It's the monsters that tried to get in! I died as I lived, like a badass. What? That's what I want my last words to be, okay? Include me in my eulogy. This is it, guys. Last stand! I've never said this enough, but I live it! <laughs> Dan! What are you doing here? We thought you were dead! No, just hiding. Damn Mark cowardice. <coughs> I heard you over the radio. I can't let you lot die in here because of my mistake. Fuck's sake, Dan, what have you done? <coughs> A terrible thing. It all started about three years ago. I was covering for Eduardo on the carbon recombinator. One morning I went in and found it had made two meat cubes with the usual legs and body, but also... <coughs> with heads. Normally, I chuck abnormal cubes in the incinerator, but these... I couldn't do it. They were just too cute. <laughs> so, I put them in my office while I did my shift. But when I came back at the end of the day, they had eaten... The carpet! I was terrified. I mean, what if they ate me next? So I ran. By the time I finally plucked up the courage to go back, they were gone. I guess they've been living on the base since. Breeding. Waiting until their numbers were large enough to take over and kill us all. Damn, I have to say, You've really dropped a bollock on this one. Oh, they're in here! Dan, you absolute wanker! You left the bloody door open! I'm going to lead them to the grinder room. I was their first contact. They'll follow me. But, Dan, that's... It's the only way, Tom. All I ask is, if I don't make it back, don't mention my gross coffin in my eulogy. Now go! <laughs> All right then, you falafy bastards. You think you can beat me, but you forget one thing. I grind your kind up for a living. This is our chance. Let's go. Hope this is Tom. Do you read me? We're heading back to the canteen. Get ready to let us in. Jim, get the door. Oh no, it's jammed. It's jammed. Why? Why? For God's sake, Jim, turn the lock off. All right, yeah. <laughs> Whoopsie. Tom! Dad! Everyone! What's happened to Dan? Jim, get the grinding room on screen. There she is. 
she is. And there are all the monsters. God, they look just like sheep. Creepy. Oh, they seem to be following her and she's walking to the edge of the platform above the Meatmaster Grinder. What's she doing? Oh, no! Get audio! Walk in there. Oh, go on. Walk in there. Go! See? That's the way it is. You'll only follow if old Dan is leading. So be it. At least the nightmare can finally end. It's been a good laugh. <coughs> and now to take my final step through the air and into whatever lies beyond. Follow me, you cute shits. Dan! Oh no. It didn't work. They didn't follow her in. She threw herself into an industrial meat grinder for nothing. I'll take this. Dan was five foot, three inches tall. Her favourite film was the Meat Cube promotional video and she died a pointless death. She lived with a really gross cough which... Oh, shit, I mentioned the cough! Oh, 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 uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh... To Dan and to Marscorp. To, to Marscorp! Marscorp. Well, I guess this is it. Dan was our best hope. Only one option left. Jim, play the music. Ladies and gentlemen, Mars Corp is facing a crisis. One that has already claimed the lives of three of your fellow Martians and will claim more before this is all over. It is moments like this that define a people. A crisis that asks the hardest question. What will you sacrifice for the greater good? We are dealing with vicious monsters and we must fight back. I can't promise you that you will all live to see the end of today, but if fear grips your heart and freezes your spirit, then think about the ones you're fighting for. Those are the ones you will die for today. Take five minutes to say what you need to your loved ones, then collect your pipes and bats from the service counter. For tonight... We face the final fight. Godspeed. Combat jumpers, get your combat jumpers. Don't face the monsters without one. Uh, are these protective? Oh, yes. 100% combat rule. Dave, what the hell are you doing? These jumpers smell a bit iffy. Yeah, the kids don't have time to wash the bloody musk out of these ones. Uh... Wait a minute. Give me that. Yes, that's it. Excuse me, uh, everyone. Hello, uh, new plan. I'm just going to use one of these jumpers to lead the sheep into an airlock. None of you have to die today. Sorry for the inconvenience. It's like David said. Sheep have a hierarchy, so they'll follow a leader. We just need a Judas goat, someone to dress up in this filthy wool and lead the meat cubes into a trap. But Hob, that's a suicide mission. Who could you possibly live with sending to a certain death? Jim, a lot of Martians have died on my watch today. Wait, you're not thinking of going yourself? Uh, obstacle? <laughs> I love the idea, but uh, not so sure about my role in this plan. Uh, sheep, don't talk, Baxter. Make them think you're one of them and lead them into the airlock. <laughs> hey, 
Hope you're a genius. The meat cubes are following Baxter. Piece of cake. Oh, yes, please. Is it here? Do I have to go and get it? Okay, lead them in, Baxter. We're ready to blow the airlock. Okay! One sheep tiger heading for oblivion! <laughs> You did it, Hob. The sheep are all dead. You saved Mars Corp. But it does leave one unsolved mystery. How did Dave turn the wool into yarn? Let's go give Martin the good news. Hey, guys! <laughs> you, uh, you need to reopen the airlock to uh, let me back in. Guys! Dad! Chip! Oh, my... I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry for the way I acted. I get it. I I need to respect you for who you are. Right. I guess people make mistakes sometimes. After all, you are only human. Yes. Yes, we are all only human. <laughs> human and Android. Dad, you do know that Android is just another word for robot. Come here, son! <gasps> perfect. My perfect son. Sir? Sir? Martin? We've dealt with the meat situation, sir. Hmm. Oh, that's odd. Nobody home. He never leaves his office. Well, let's go. Wait a minute. What's this? Hob, that's not for our eyes. Project Titan. What the... Oh! Hello? This is Eric from the tech department. We just watched back the telly footage. One of the uh, sheep thingies didn't follow the leader. It's still in the base. And, and there's something different about this one, boss. It's not like the others. Of course. The black sheep. Where is it? Gasp! Hob? It's at the doorway and it's. It's huge! It's walking on two legs! Oh god, we're trapped! Hob, I think we're about to die! It wasn't meant to happen this way! Oh, I wish I'd had a chance to say goodbye to my wife and kids! Wait, you have a wife and kids? Yeah, three beautiful daughters. Look, I've got a picture. Oh. Why didn't you ever tell me? You said you didn't want to talk about personal stuff. Oh, great. Now I'm going to die feeling really guilty. <laughs> what did it say? <laughs> Martin! I'll be with you in a moment, Jim. <laughs> There we go. Good and dead. Although now I need a new paperweight. Pity. Did... did... Th that thing... did it just talk? It's best not to dwell on such things. So, how did the rodeo go? The threat has been eliminated, but not without losses. Jim has the fatalities and injuries list. I suppose we better start with the dead. 
The total death toll from the monster attack across the whole base is zero. What? That can't be right. We just watched Dan die for one. Yes, but she threw herself into the grinder. What about Brian? In the corridor? Um, Brian? Uh, Brian twisted his ankle. Oh. And lost a hand. Oh. When he tried to get Dan's watch out of the grinder. Oh. Well, uh, uh... <gasps> Eduardo, the first one, what about him? Ah, yes. Now, he's one we... Hello, Mr. Man. Are you there? Eddie! How was your trip? Mix a little bit of business with the pleasure. <laughs> but seriously, did you do what I asked? Yes, sir. Heading back to base with what you requested. ETA five hours. Splendid. I'll have the martinis ready. Sorry, uh, that was Eduardo just doing a little private job at the Ultra Aid mine for yours truly. Um, you were saying? Well, that solves that one. I guess the injury list must be long, though. Bites, blood loss, amputation, etc. Um, nope. Apart from Brian's ankle and hand, Kim fell off a chair when we were in the canteen, I've got a bit of a sore back, and uh, one of the children, Scott, accidentally stabbed himself with a knitting needle. <laughs> no monster-related injuries, though, it seems. Hob, did you just blast a few tonnes of perfectly good meat out of the... Sir! I have reason to believe that human DNA had contaminated the Meatmaster 5000. The so-called sheep were mutations. It was right to destroy them, and all meat consumption on the base must be stopped. It's OK. You're probably feeling a little bit silly now, but there's no shame in admitting when you are wrong. Martin... You know as well as I that item 38.8 of the Mars Corp employee care book states that foreign DNA contamination of the Meatmaster shall require the termination of meat production until a certified Meatmaster engineer from Earth can clear the system. Would you like to call them out to Mars or shall I? Mm, I suppose you're right. Well, comms with Earth are still down, so I guess we'll be going vegetarian for a while. Good thing I prefer a liquid diet. Sex on the beach? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. This is just vodka. So then I said, if this is a salad bar, then where's all the booze? <laughs> and now, the moment you've been waiting for, she saved us from certain meaty death. Oh, come on, you can do this. She delivers when the stakes are high. <laughs> just like a falcon. She's your friend and mine, the amazing E.L. Hobb! Thanks, guys. Thank you. Uh, it's been a tough few days at Mars Court, but thankfully, my plan to eject the monsters... I thought we agreed they weren't. Shut up, Jim. Eject the monsters from the base worked, so the threat is gone. However... The crisis did highlight certain meat production shortfalls, including unsanitary conditions, insufficient guardrail protection around the grinder, and the meat you've been eating was partly human. OK. Thought that would get more of a response. Uh, anyway, it is necessary for us to switch to a vegetarian diet until a technician from Earth can fix the meat machine. is eating human hybrids. Are you really okay with that? <sighs> Jim? Yes, boss? Get me a gin and tonic. Now you're talking. And uh, would you like a side order of friendly company with that? No. 
That was Mars Corp Part 2, Health and Safety. Written, produced, and edited by David Knight, David Price, and Tom Dowling. Starring Helen Watkinson, Matthew Woodcock, Derek Elwood, Penelope Day, Emma Sterling, John Day, Katie Turner, Graham Vick, Lexi McDougall, Lucas Tilsley, Rosa Tilsley, Tom Dowling, David Price, David Knight, Marisha Trembetska, Max Stern, Pierce Hunt, Luke George Will, Max Upton, Susanna Gordon, David Callow, and E.J. Martin. Music by John Day, Ben Osborne, and Joshua Empire. For full credits and more information, visit MarsCorpPodcast.com. You can support MarsCorp by rating it on iTunes or wherever you got it from. It takes less than a minute to do, and it really helps the show reach more people. Today's password for Wi-Fi and oxygen is... Leader. MarsCorp is a definitely human production. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs>